everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. Joining me, as always, is Tim. Salutations. <laughs> Your hellos are getting worse and worse. They're so unconfident. They're so... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Devin... Whatever he's... De- Devin Sawa. Is that his name? Sa- yeah. Sa- David Sawa. He he was more confident in this talking to Jessica Alba than you were about giving your your hello there, uh, and that's saying something. Uh, so yes, this is uh, Screws After Midnight. We're a horror movie podcast. We get together. We talk about horror movies that we've watched. This episode is actually a vote winner episode every month on Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. All of our five dollar and up patrons get to vote between four movies, and the four films for this. This is actually the the previous. Like months winner because we actually just had the end of the, the vote after this so we're slightly late in getting to this one but this was a, a vote of four films that all featured at least one actor from the hit television show buffer the vampire slayer uh, and believe it or not this was tim's idea not mine i did not come up with this so uh really dodged that darkness falls bullet huh <laughs> yeah i thought they were going to be cruel and make us watch darkness falls uh, but what we're actually going to do is idle hands here that was the winner a movie that i have never seen actually until now so mm. this was a first time watch for me Ed, had you seen it uh yeah but probably not since it like came out so yeah <laughs> you know probably about 20 ish years ago yeah that's fair it's a horror comedy uh seth green is the the buffy culprit uh, in question and mm-hmm. uh, that said though it also has someone from the mighty ducks in it which was kind of cool yeah. uh it has <laughs> Vivica- someone from uh fantastic four <laughs> oh yeah just uh, just galba okay sure yeah <laughs> the invisible woman come on <laughs> yeah because that's what she's really remembered for is fantastic for um that said what is she, she i mean let's be honest jessica alba's remembered for being hot like i don't know if she's remembered for any a particular sure. movie like i mean well, i guess if you're dark, if a dark angel fan maybe you remember for dark angel but there's probably a lot of people with sin city uh yeah sin city maybe maybe the, one of the bigger yeah. ones um, she's yeah. in the, the Bad Boys uh, spin-off TV show right now. I wasn't even aware there was such a thing. Yeah, it's, it's like her and uh, Gabriel Union, who was in Bad Boys 2, but for some reason they didn't call it Bad Girls, even though that's obviously the title it should have. <laughs> it's called Elliot's okay. Finest, I think. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Title. It was something like that. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh but anyway, so we're about idle hands. Vivica K. Fox was in there as well. She, I, I, she's mainly known for Independence Day, but she's you know she was on Curbing Enthusiasm mm-hmm. for a season a while ago and various other things. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a who's who. And obviously Devin Sawa uh, is mainly mainly known for Final Destination, which came out just like a year after this. So yeah, and let and let's not forget. Uh, well, of course, his award-winning uh, performance in the Fanatic, which we <laughs> covered on our Patreon episode. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That's very true. Yes, you can get access to that episode for one dollar per month, folks. <laughs> but I, I think you're forgetting one of the biggest stars in this, uh, which would be the band Offspring. Is uh... that's right, Offspring, <laughs> which I did, which I did not know was going to happen. So when it cut to them playing playing the school dance, I was like, "Yeah, all right, oh, they got Offspring for the school dance. Sure, Offspring are doing school da- high school dances in 1999. Yeah." All right, sure. Maybe in like 1994. I mean, I don't know when they started like sure. as a band, but like maybe when they were just starting, yeah. they did high school dances. But come on, come on, pulling some shit there. Uh, so we have all them. One of the cops that's running around is also really recognizable. I've like seen him in a bunch of things. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got one of those faces. 
Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, <laughs> plot, the plot of Idle Hands is that there is murders going on in this small town. And it turns out fairly early on that the culprit is actually the possessed hand of the main character, uh, played by Devin Sawa. Uh, and it's him trying to control his hand. It's very hijinksy, a lot of horror comedy stuff. Mm. And his two friends, uh, all three of them are stoners. And then Jessica Alba's like the the the, the girl across the street that he's had a crush on his whole life. Mm-hmm. And there's also like a guy with a monster truck who kind of he goes to for help at one point. Vivica Fox <laughs> plays this like demon hunter who's like who's like patrolling and looking for the possessed hand so she can kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of the setup. So Tim, I will ask you the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Idle Hands? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it, it had been a while since I, I I'd seen it, but like I I did remember it. I, I thought I remembered it being like a pretty popular movie, or at least like a lot of you know um, like guys my age. Uh, I I felt like seemed to like it. And then as I'm watching it, um, and then like, like a lot of the <laughs> Jessica Alba stuff starts, I'm like, oh yeah, I think this is why. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Be- like but, guys my age like this yeah a bunch uh, of 13 year old boys really like this for some reason yeah what a shock <laughs> <laughs> um uh, now i would say uh I, I don't think the concept is that bad uh i mean it's essentially like hey let's take that you know one part of evil dead 2 and stretch yep. it into a whole movie uh but um i mean it, it's uh it definitely skews more towards comedy uh but it's like a lot of stoner comedy stuff that i'm not like super fond of yeah but I, see if i was if you to, are gonna do oh, i was gonna say if i if i if i was to say like, make one change to this movie that might like help it by like ten thousand percent is that if yeah. there weren't a bunch of idiot stoners i may actually like the characters and that may actually make me enjoy the movie a lot more exactly now if i uh one little bit of credit i will give it is at the very least, I do prefer like '90s stoners to like, you know, like, <laughs> I guess like more current stoners. Like, at least they did have like some '90s charm to them, you know. So okay, like, it, sure. it, it still, it still could have been better, but I think like um, that at least helped it a little bit. Like, uh, I, I do think, uh, you know, Seth Green's uh, character and his um, friend who has like the Bash brother. the weirdest name choice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, his character in the movie Penub, I was like, what, what is this? What are they saying? Like, <laughs> if, if I didn't have the captions on it, I'd be like, what the hell? Um, I do think like they are probably like the more interesting parts uh, of the movie. Um, Cause yeah, like Devin Sawa is just like, I guess he's not bad, but <laughs> he's like a little, a little much. He's like really <laughs> overdoing it, which I guess fits like this type of movie. But uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I guess overall, though, I wouldn't say um, I necessarily loved it or anything. I I wouldn't say like I, it's the worst thing in the world, though. Like it's, I, I guess it kind of has like some nostalgia for me and a little bit of '90s charm. Um, and every now and again, like some you know decent enough kills or gore that you know uh, made it like not a chore to get through, but. Yeah, at the same time, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, this is like a cult mm. classic. Like, you know, everyone needs to see this. Yeah, I think it's just okay. And it's one of those things where I can sort of understand the nostalgia argument. I feel like if I had saw this around the time it came out, you know, in that era when I was sort of discovering horror movies and 
like i may have nostalgia for it and that made me you know i might like it a lot more if i if i had that attachment to it uh watching yeah. it for the first time in 2020 <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean first thing i'll say is the opening titles are so 1999 which is when the movie yeah. came out but like they are so like it feels like they, they took the opening titles to scream urban legend sure. <laughs> added some edgy matrixy kind of like music to it and that's the that is the opening titles and i'm like man this is so of its time and like I appreciate some of the like the late nineties of it, and then there's other parts of it that I don't appreciate. Uh, honestly, mm. all the Jessica Alba stuff, uh, where she's you know he, he ends up talking to her eventually, like her like attraction to him and the way she talks to him, it's like a twelve year old wrote what he thought. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like he'd watched one porn movie and went, "Oh, that's what women <laughs> talk like." So that's this is the ideal fantasy of the, the girl next yeah. door, like sort of saying, "Oh, I'm actually kind of into you." It's the it's probably the hardest to believe girl falls for main guy scene i might have ever seen now admittedly the, the movie's very tongue-in-cheek and it's got a sense mm-hmm. of humor so it may actually be intentionally going to do a, try to be silly in that sense but sure th- there's a point where like she's turned on that like his hands grabbing her too tight and i'm like what what <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> there's, like, there's so much of stuff that just kind of doesn't i don't know it feels it, like yeah. it, it's such a an over-the-top like male fantasy like to the point where you know like just the fact that like he's around like you know she's like oh hey like i like you and then like the fact that he can't talk and wants to run away like he's like you know she's like oh like you're mysterious i like that <laughs> it's like she just it is like such a, a male gaze it's like yeah, she it, can't help but be turned on by everything this person does yeah the bathrobe's open so she's you know, fairly yeah. revealed when she's doing this every line of dialogue she says is basically like yeah i kind of want you to come in and have sex with me that's basically what i want right now she yeah. never actually says, says that exact phrase but everything she's saying is hinted in that direction and it's worth mentioning at this point not only is he like holding his hand over his mouth as if as if he's a complete crazy person he's got blood on his shirt he you know he hasn't yeah. <laughs> showered in at least three days like i don't understand there's nothing it's... about this that makes sense <laughs> yeah if there was any small portion of this that was supposed to be realistic like she would you know be closing the door and calling the police but of course since it's a movie it's like mm. automatically like oh you're interesting like, <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> yeah it's weird there's actually there's another moment that kind of made me feel a bit eh, was, there's, there's a moment later on where Vivica A. Fox has been knocked out and the sort of oh, yeah, mon- yeah. monster truck guy is like thinks she's mouth to mouth and that on its own is fine but before he does it he can't it, I mean he doesn't look at the camera but you almost feel like he wants to look at the camera and smile but he sort of smirks yeah. he's like oh I get to give mouth to mouth when she's actually knocked out and genuinely might be hurt he's like oh I get to give mouth to mouth and he's all happy about it I'm like this is yeah. so late 90s like teenage then, boy fantasy bullshit yeah and of course like she's into it afterwards oh like. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah um and then, uh, yeah, and then, of course, that's, you know, not to gloss over, uh, you know, plenty of, uh, you know, outdated terms here. Like, you, you got some gay slurs, you got some R mm-hmm. words being thrown around. Like, uh, it's, you know, obviously, it's of the time, so, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. But, yeah, watching it now, it's like, ooh. Like, I expect a level of some of this stuff from movies of the time, but yeah. that that's the scene where Jessica Alba basically invites him in, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, I mean they do have sex I mean it, it kind of cuts away before you see anything but he like when he has to leave he does pull up his pants and it's like oh yeah, I guess just... they had sex okay uh, and 
and, and like the, the weird thing about it too is it doesn't really give any indication that they've like literally ever spoken before because at no. least other movies they would have a thing where it's like oh remember we like you know grew up together or went to like grade school together like she literally like yeah. seems like this is the first time they've ever exchanged words yeah and the weird thing about it is well it's not only that it's like she she seems like oh i've been waiting for you to talk to him as if she's also yeah. had a crush on him all these years and again it's like, it's like he hit the jackpot it's just like the male ultimate male teenage fantasy of like, oh that girl you've been into for years has actually been into you this whole time too and it's just going to be perfect like nothing to yeah. worry about uh and, and, like, and not only that it, the, fa- the fact that she is so gun-ho but let's just go straight up to my room and let me raid you it's like yeah. it actually kind of contradicts almost like, like the character the movie kind of presents before this scene is that she's this sensitive next door girl who like writes songs in her diary and like all of a sudden she's in a porn movie like she's acting like yeah. she's in a porn movie and <laughs> no, no disrespect to miss alba here but her mm. acting here is akin to sure. <laughs> to a porn level of craft <laughs> as it were yeah. uh and then, um, like, what do you think about the actual, like, horror aspect? So, like, the actual stuff of the hand and some of the gore and effects and stuff? I mean, that, that, that's the best stuff in the movie. I mean, there's no yeah. there's no doubt that that's the stuff that's actually kind of fun. Uh, the actual gore for some of the kills where it's just a hand doing stuff is, is entertaining. Especially when you know it's trying to kill someone and you're sort of waiting for how it gets to... Which is funny because, obviously, the movie that Devin Sawa is most known for, Final Destination, is all about how is the death going to happen. We know it's death going to yeah. happen in a minute, but we're just waiting to see which part of the house or which part of the, the thing is going to kill him and uh that's part of the fun of that franchise which for some reason we've not done yet but soon <laughs> <laughs> and what's uh what's kind of funny too is uh I, I do appreciate how the movie just like goes right into it like it doesn't like it literally starts with like you know the hand like killing people <laughs> like it doesn't really you know try to kind of throw you off or, or like you know kind of uh, try to cultivate this like origin story or build up to it like it, it starts off right away and everything is presented as very matter of factly like you know it, it doesn't take long for people to get on board with with like what's happening and everything yeah yeah for a little bit it's just as a serial killer in town and then they think it's just him for a bit and then the obvious i mean when i say for a bit i do mean for like half a scene before it's yeah. clear <laughs> that it's just the hand that's just doing this uh and you know that's yeah that's just fine uh I, I you know like some of the kills are, are, are good fun um i will i will give it some credit there's a couple of neat little touches here or there like you can tell the people writing this well a lot of it is humor that i don't appreciate or like there's the odd little thing that does have a little bit of nice irony to it like the first time we meet uh anton the main character uh he like he comes down to like the couch in the living room and he's got like a back scratcher with a little hand at the end of it that he uses to not only scratch his back but to pull in the remote control and to grab something else and yeah. it kind of actually has a little wink wink about what the movies is because he's using another hand to do his bidding and that's ultimately what his hand's going to be used for so there's a nice little kind of like dare i say subtle <laughs> wink wink this is kind of like a foreshadowing of what the movie is uh yeah. as simple as it is so i mean i'll give it credit for that uh <laughs> so uh, yeah it's okay it's okay like, i i didn't love the humor i guess is the the main thing is that a lot of the humor fell flat for me because i just don't like the type of humor or these type of characters for the most part uh which is a shame because it's got a pretty good cast uh that i yeah. I like for the most part i mean not that i really care about devin sawa i mean you know even in final destination he's not really the reason to like that movie <laughs> no like i i do wonder if like you know, he he was trying to play against type or something like where, because I I do feel like often he was you know cast as like the pretty boy or whatever, and I don't know if here mm-hmm. he's trying to 
be like, no, hey, look, I can be like a funny stoner dude too. Like, come on. <laughs> I've got range. Yeah. <laughs> I could do these other things. Yeah. Um, so there is a... Yeah, I mean, we're technically not in spoilers yet. We've kind of just danced around a couple of things uh, <laughs> that, are, that are relevant. Uh, but I, I think for the sake of it, yeah, for now, we'll just go to spoilers. So full spoilers for sure. Idle Hands from here on out. Um, I will thank our, our patron producers, though, at this time. Uh, so thank you to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios, Tyler Hess, and Talking Superman. That means they're patrons at the $20 or above tiers over at patreon.com slash TV, where you can support us for as little as $1 per month. You don't have to give us 20 one one will do. And you get access to an exclusive bonus episode every month. Uh, there's a back catalogue now of about 15 episodes, plus you get bonus episodes for some of our other shows as well. So uh, you have a, a nice big back catalogue of stuff to get for just $1 per month and then at five dollars of course you get the voting rights so you can get to vote an episode once per month from four options and you get early access to all of our movie review episodes which go up a day early now on patreon so uh there you go go and go and have a look and see if you're interested but full spoilers uh for idle hands uh if tim could stop being distracted by his cats i'm keeping my hands busy i want him to become the work of the the devil <laughs> ah yes yes well i wouldn't want that would you uh, who knows what Tim's hands would get up to if they were controlled by the devil <laughs> oh boy <laughs> could it really be much worse than what your hands get up to now eh, probably not <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we, we meet uh, Anton uh, the opening scenes actually before that we meet his parents who uh, like we have this scene where they, like, they're going to bed and they're, they've just yeah. done Halloween decorating and they look up at the ceiling and there's like a, a you know like invisible text that appears you know, it's glow in the dark and it uh says i'm under your bed and the wave screams they look under the bed there's nothing there but then he goes around the house to investigate a noise and then she goes to look for him because he hasn't come back and they both get killed uh, and this is it's, it's kind and, of fairly like obscure because we're not supposed to know what's doing it yet but yeah and the and i was surprised that that was played by uh fred willard who i mean not like the biggest name or whatever, but you know, he's in a lot of comedy stuff. Maybe at the time he wasn't uh, in as much, but uh, I'm surprised he's in it, but had such a small role. I mean, he, uh, like, I feel, I feel like he's one of those actors who does pop up in a lot of small roles, just kind of yeah. around, uh, like, cause at the very, I mean, I remember him in one of the American Pie movies as well, which wouldn't have been that sure. much long after this that I think about it. Yeah. He's in like all the Christopher Guest movies, but um, yeah, those probably weren't really happening that much, or at least maybe weren't as popular. Yeah. Um, Best show might have been 90s, if not early 2000s. Uh, 2000. It happened oh, to okay. show up when I clicked on his name. Um, okay. But yeah. No, I mean, he's one of those actors who's been around in, in small roles and tons of movies and TV shows. He's just one of those yeah. faces that pop up a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. right I love him. He's very funny. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't he, have a ton to do here, but... Yeah, his delivery and his voice are really good for, like, uh, a certain type of humour. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, so he, they get killed, and then Anton gets up. He doesn't even notice they're dead. It's not It's not until he's making a sandwich later. And for some <laughs> and for some reason, he's he, he butters a... Or not even butter. He puts mayonnaise on mayonnaise. bread. Is, yes, I'm with you, Tim. Mayonnaise is disgusting. <laughs> uh, if anything, the blood that's on the knife that he's using is an improvement. Uh, to, to water it down <laughs> but he, he puts me in his like, so it's mixing with the white and the, the, the red and then he's about he bites into it and before he finally notices there's blood on the, the knife and then that's when he sort of starts to discover that everything's going on um, 
and he gets his two friends involved and basically once they realize that he's got evidence on him suggests that he's the killer uh his hand on its own starts trying to kill them so we get a lot of uh stuff where he's trying to hold his hand back but the hands still try to do stuff and he actually he kills seth green who doesn't i mean obviously these two don't disappear from the movie they both come back from the dead <laughs> afterwards so they're still <laughs> they're still present as kind of like zombie-esque characters for most of the movie but uh seth green gets like a bottle in his head so he's got like a bottle sticking out of his head when he comes back as a zombie and then the bash brother he gets uh his head decapitated by like a like a buzzsaw blade that is thrown at him uh, and his head falls off and uh, there's a little bit of early 90 cg like going on in some yeah. of these uh but <laughs> were, were necessary it's not not too much it's, it's not like it's doing everything with cg because it's not that sort yeah. of time yet but and I, and I didn't think it was like horrible i i guess maybe because it was like you know um like restrained or they only used it like sparingly or whatever mm. but yeah, you know, like you definitely tell like the parts that were CGI, but it wasn't anything that was like, oh boy, this is like, oof, this aged poorly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a little bit maybe uh, stiff at times, like the movement, sure. or a couple yeah, of things, yeah. but like, yeah, other than that, it's, there's nothing too bad about it. Um, but you know, they come back, uh, and we get a whole sort of sequence where he's. In fact, it's actually while well, they're like buried or, or, or around here where the hand is determined to get to uh, molly who's jessica alba across the street and that's when we get the scene we talked about where she sort of basically drags him in and then uh yeah because he, he, he ties see when like the hand keeps trying to grab her he ties the devil hand to the bed with like one of her like i don't know like her bathrobe belt yeah <laughs> And she's like, oh, you're kinky. And I'm like, that's where you're taking from this? Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the entire time, they, they see me have sex in that one position where his one hand is tied, <laughs> is trying to constantly move, and she just doesn't <laughs> ring any alarm bells. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, once he, like, starts tying his hand up, like, I immediately guess, like, oh, she's going to be, like, ooh, kinky. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not going to, yeah, like, measure at all for her. <laughs> yeah. But then he has to run away because her parents come home after the fact. And he's like, she's like, hey, take me to the dance tomorrow, 7 p.m. so we can get there for the band. Which, um, it, it, I guess we didn't really mention it, but it's like, uh, I guess it's Halloween uh, time, which... Yeah, I, th- I think I briefly <laughs> mentioned the parents were talking about oh. decorating for Halloween at the start. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe we should save this for uh, uh, Halloween, actual Halloween, but... Uh, who put this in the vote again? Remind me. <laughs> hey, I didn't remember uh, that exact <laughs> part of it. <laughs> yes, uh, Tim's to blame once again. Uh, this is like the third <laughs> Halloween movie we've done that's not like outside of October since last October. Yeah, well, I was trying to think. Uh, oh no, there's still a, a couple of Halloween movies that take place in Halloween that we can still do. Can I at least think of one <laughs> for this year. Oh, I mean, no, there's definitely more we can do, but I'm just saying there's been a few of these now that have been like, hey, we really should have done oh, that sure, sure. during October. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, by the way, so there was actually one recently that I forgot to mention where Night of the Living Dead was played on a TV. Um, oh. And I, I can't remember what review it was now. It bugged me. It's actually annoying me that I forgot to bring it up because we like to always point out because they always use Night yeah. of the Living Dead because it's public domain and therefore free. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it in... Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark when they see it at the drive-in yeah, yeah but there was definitely another one on tv since then in the last maybe month or two that i forgot to mention but i do want to mention that it is briefly in this as well when he's flicking through channels there is like one oh. second and it will have been dead and i noticed that i saw a movie you can't hide it 
And uh, in, in case you needed a reminder that this is the 90s, uh, one of the things he keeps watching on TV are uh, music videos. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, yes. <laughs> Actually, it feels like so antiquated, like watching a music video on TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, remind me, what other movie from this time period had the... That one. Um, gee, I... It's another movie mm. from this time period because like it's it's very vivid in my mind. Yeah, can't think of it off the top of my head, but I, yeah, I I know <laughs> what you're talking about. It sounds so familiar. Bounce um, to the music and bounce <laughs> to the music and wah, wah. No. that one. One thing I, I will give uh, to Rob Zombie, uh, which <laughs> we've we've been pretty critical of his movies in the past, but. At no point in any of his movies has he ever had a scene where, like, someone's driving and they've turned to, like, the other person in the car and say, hey, you want to listen to some Rob Zombie? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure you, uh... I'm pretty sure you brought that up uh, (laughs) uh, in the Fanatic review, just for the record. I'll continue bringing it up until <laughs> Rob Zombie <laughs> puts that scene in. I mean, we haven't seen Three from Hell yet, so. That's true. You haven't seen Three from Hell yet. Um, what's this streaming, though? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what's this movie called again, exactly? The movie we're watching? Yes. Idle Hands. <laughs> yeah, why is it not on TuneFind? Why is this just not existing on TuneFind? Like, what the hell? I don't know what TuneFind is. It's just where you can look up what, what songs are in movies. Wow. It's a search engine for everything. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Idle Hands soundtrack. Are, are you looking for the name of the song? Yeah, it's a Dracula by Rob Zombie. Why don't you say that? Why do you? <laughs> Dracula by Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Zombie, Dracula. Yeah. M- movies. This is bugging me. I want to find out. This has become now the main goal of this this podcast. All right. I was the others. That's what it was. It wasn't in the other show. <laughs> I am your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And popular culture. It's not something we're part of. Oh, is that Matrix? Do you know, I was I'm thinking sure. Matrix, but I thought no, it can't be Matrix. But it's Matrix. Yeah, I, I, is it when it is? Uh, it's when it cuts to the club and uh, Neo's in the club mm. early on in the movie. I don't, I know what scene it is. Because I know <laughs> tunes. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Um, it was also used in several video games. Uh, Sled Storm, Jet Set Radio, Gran Turismo 2, Twisted Metal 4. There's got to be a Duke Nukem in there. Come on. Nah, no, Duke, no Duke Nukem. Sorry. <laughs> wow. It, does, it seems like the kind of music Duke would. <laughs> not enough to. Uh, okay. That, that, that song really makes me think of 1999, I have to say. Yeah. It's, it's really, really of its time. Okay, uh, so so his two friends come back from the dead, though, and they're kind of fine. Uh, and they're basically they're uh, like reasoning for coming back from the dead is they said uh, that they saw like a, a white light, but it was like too far. So yeah, they just stuck around. <laughs> Which like 
it, it's a little stuff like that that I kind of like in the movie, like the kind of stuff that's just like very silly and like, you know, mm. we're not even going to waste time on this. Like this is and it feels like such like a 90s slacker thing to be like, man, like the afterlife's hard, you know, screw that. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then they want to go to the, the party because they make it late. Well, at least the Bash brother wants to go to the party because, you know, checks might dig yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the costume, you know, quote unquote. Um, yeah. And, and they and they do actually like I think the makeup is pretty cool like you said um mm-hmm. uh, you know Seth Green he has like the bottle sticking out of his head and then the other guy uh, at first his head is just completely off he's just carrying it until Seth Green takes like a like a spatula or something and he or just, just a big knife I think and he stabs <laughs> yeah, his like head on the knife special like steak knife yeah. sort of thing and then he sticks the handle into his neck so he's it's attached again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i was like oh thanks yeah because it's during the section where there's a lot of like uh dealing with his hand trying to do stuff and then he just he loses his shit and he's like you know what i'm just going to cut it off and he mm-hmm. tries repeatedly to cut it off and the hand keeps dodging he uses it tries to use a bagel cutter which i didn't even know yeah, was a thing like, that existed <laughs> they might have made it up for the movie i don't know if um yeah, if I've ever seen it, they call it the bagel guillotine, which I did think was kind of funny. Um, but, uh, I, I'd use it. Well, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to get me to eat a bagel first because we all know bagels are awful. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, bagels are fine. I mean, <laughs> no, they're, they're they're horrible and they're too hard. So I always feel like I'm going to lose a tooth when I eat them. I was, uh, I was having a big conversation with all these uh, idiots on Twitter that <laughs> for some reason were trying to defend bagels. And I don't know, James had some weird uh, British muffin that he, it was like British stone cold muffin or something that he, he was trying to defend. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it was just ludicrous. English muffins are the way to go. They're the, the only acceptable uh, breakfast bread. How about donuts? Well, well like, for, like bread for sandwiches. Okay, like, sure. Yeah, so don't donuts are good. I like I like donuts, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very tempted to go and get some donuts today, but I may go tomorrow. Okay. I was thinking about it. Well, I tried <laughs> Timothy Horton's uh, a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go back and get some Tim bits. Uh, no, no relation to Tim here, of course. Uh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, so it, it eventually does actually succeed in cutting off his eyes. So it actually, he gets the head. This is before the head's reattached. He gets the head of uh, the Bash brother to like hold it in his mouth mm-hmm. so he can cut it off, and he does. And then Seth Green like takes an iron and like tries to cauterize <laughs> the wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and there was a a nice little part here too, which I think I was uh remembered a lot like from like the trailers or, or just people quoting it when they're trying to chop off the hand and seth green uh he takes like some weird electric thing and he's like i'm leatherface and you know he goes to try to cut it off and that would be an, like, a, an electric knife uh, Tim, is yeah. what you're looking for yeah <laughs> uh but then like uh it but you know it, it's um it doesn't seem like anything like that crazy now but i feel like back in the day like movies weren't that meta like i mean obviously you know he had scream in the 90s so you know there's that whole thing but i mean uh you didn't have like too many other like movies that reference things so i feel like that was like a when it came out kind of a cool thing i feel i feel like it's maybe actually more common you're giving it credit for just because of what you said there where i think in a post scream i feel like a lot of horror movies started doing it because of scream Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I know what they did last summer and things like that. Like all, all the knockoffs. Not that this is a knockoff of Scream. This is it's kind of its own thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like horror was a bit more self-referential after Scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I just, yeah, I just feel like at the time it was still 
at, at least still felt like novel. Like, yeah, maybe if you go back now, maybe you'd be like, oh, no, everything was doing it. But um, yeah, at least at the time, I was like, oh, cool. And I feel like, um, you know, before like the Texas Chainsaw remake and everything, like, you know, Texas Chainsaw, they get like a, a ton of love. <laughs> so it was like another like, oh, cool. Like, well, no wonder the, la- the last movie at this point was The Next Generation yes that's I mean, true. no wonder it wasn't getting much love didn't deserve much love so the so the big climax the big third act of the movie is that everyone ends up at the dance you know the uh the the hunter vivica fox runs into the monster truck guy at the bowling alley and when she tells him what because she, she agrees to have a drink with him and then when it, she tells him what she's there for he's like hey i met this guy today because at one point in the movie uh, in between all this stuff before he cuts it off uh, Anton goes like to this guy, tries to get advice. Which, by the way, this is right as the guy's trying to pick up a high school girl who's like grieving at the at the uh, memorial site of these twins that were murdered already. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes over. He's like, "Oh, you're really upset." He's like, "Yeah, I, I, they asked me out once on a double date, and I thought, don't be stupid. There's only one of me, and I called them lame." <laughs> and she's all upset about it. And then he tries to console her, and she's like. Actually- well, this is kind of stupid, but I actually did kind of laugh at this uh, where like, yeah, they're talking and I think she says like, like, oh, I told him like to go blow each other or something like that. And, then, <laughs> yeah, and the was... guy like is, is very serious and goes, did they? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but I, well, this is what got me. It's not just that she's still in high school. Is that he actually actively brings it up. He's like, oh, so you're still in high school. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I got out of high school like three years ago. And I'm like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting tactic, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out for him. Uh, but uh, basically, when when he doesn't want to talk to Anton, Anton goes to the the fast food place and like somehow very easily infiltrates it by just putting on their hat and shirt, and like no yeah. one no one suspects that he shouldn't be there. And he goes to the drive through so he can talk to him and says, "Hey, what do you know about the devil? Because you listen to all that heavy music, you can tell me about devils." <laughs> Uh, and like and it, it feels like uh i feel like there's other movies that would like overdo this more like you know it'd be like a guy that just had like you know a ton of like tattoos and like all this stuff and was like really into it but i do kind of like in this movie the guys is like i don't know man like it, it's just music I don't, I don't know anything about that yeah i guess what i kind of appreciate about this is that it's almost like in those in all these other horror movies we get the trope of the going to the expert but in yeah. this case, the expert's like, oh, I don't know. He's, he's, he's kind of, I mean, he's not a phony because yeah. he's not pretending to be an expert on the devil, but it's that he's, he's not what Anton thinks he is at all. He's just a yeah. doofus with a monster truck. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. know anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's all good. Yeah, to the high school, Offspring are playing. There's a big dance going on. <laughs> uh, Bash Brother actually ends up being a hit with this. In fact, I think it's the same girl that the uh, monster truck guy was trying to chat up earlier. Uh, and yeah, he's a hit with her. She's really turned on by this Halloween so, costume. Oh, and uh, we didn't mention, sorry, uh, earlier when he cut off his hand, he put it in the microwave. Uh, yes. And then turned it on. And then, um, you know, he, he after that, he left. And then um, when the yeah two friends came by and uh, they wanted to make, uh, again, a very 90s thing, like microwave burritos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, after they open up the microwave the hand just like kind of like jumps out and flies like right through the window 
Yeah, and goes to the school. Apparently, wants to sacrifice Jessica Alba at midnight. Although midnight druid time, uh, just to be yeah. exact, because there's a, a point where Anton, when he meets uh, Vivica a. Fox, eventually, where after she tries to kill him with a knife and she realizes that killing him won't do anything because he's not attached to the hand anymore. He's like, hey, well, we've got until midnight to like to stop it, right? Then it's like, nah, it's, it's on Druid time. It's actually only like six minutes to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, I kind of thought that was funny too. Like, what the hell is Druid time? Like, this? <laughs> yeah, no, that joke was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I think we're laughing a lot as we talk about it because I think a lot of these concepts are actually pretty funny. I sure, think yeah. I wasn't laughing anywhere nearly as much when I was actually watching the movie, though. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but something about it just feels a little bit off that I wasn't really as into it actually watching it. Yeah. Um, and I will say I do like this like later half better. Like once the hand is separated, like yeah. the – I I enjoy that more than like you know Devin Sawa's just constant like oh uh, uh, gotta grab my hand like oh, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah because see one like attacks the dance and it scalps the uh, the singer from Offspring <laughs> like that's where it kind of picks up and then <laughs> it's going after people it actually crushes a bunch of people by like, releasing the lightning rig oh, onto wait, them then, you, you know what actually made me laugh like uh, a lot here which I don't I don't know if this was like acceptable at the time or if uh it was supposed to be like lame but jessica alba's dancing was like kind of cracking me up <laughs> it's like she's just dancing by herself but it's like it's like really bad but i don't, I don't know if like it's supposed to be bad on purpose or or if she's just supposed to not be good yeah or if i don't possible. know what good dancing is <laughs> it was well it's kind of weird because she's talking to her friend right yeah and she's and you know it's the friend who's an uh bash brother and she's like oh what are you thinking about i know who you're thinking about as if she like this is a thing she's had a crush yeah. on anton forever right and, yeah <laughs> but she's kind of looking over but she's all like doing kind of like a, it's kind of like a half sexy but also kind of yeah. like intense dance where she's waiting kind of like half mad yeah. that he's not there yet it was it, it was weird i, I did it, i, I, I actually it's... I really liked yeah. how she died, though. Not uh, Alba, because she hasn't died, but the other one, uh, yeah. uh, the red dress one. Because they do this thing where they, they to get out of the, the dance, you know, well, it's the cafeteria, this turned into a dance hall. Uh, like, she has to, like, they go through a duck, which is big enough for two people to crawl <laughs> side by side, which is more ridiculous than usual. And they get yeah. to this, this spinning fan, right? Why the school's ventilation system has this killer <laughs> fan? You know, most fans that do they use for ventilation aren't strong enough to actually like kill anyone like they would just stop oh yeah like like even <laughs> yeah like most fans that you have at home even if they are going like you know the worst thing is if even if you touch yeah. them it's just like a little like oh how like it's it's not gonna yeah. cut you your the, hand off or they, they very intentionally don't make the edges blades right yeah <laughs> for, for obvious <laughs> reasons they're not blenders exactly <laughs> uh, but we get this thing where they actually stall it for a bit with their shoe and uh, Alba like sort of climbs down with a little makeshift rope that they've got and then she's too scared the, the girl in the red dress is too scared to go down and the the hand kind of sneaks the rope around her neck and then drops her and she, so she's hanging and I thought because then it goes to pull out the shoe and I thought wait a minute wouldn't this uh, uh, going with the logic that the fan would cut them wouldn't the fan mm -hmm. spine just cut the rope and she'd fall and be okay for some reason it doesn't cut the rope it actually pulls it up until she's essentially it's almost like the uh pulling to the, the grass cutter kind of like oh yeah death uh, you don't see you just see like blood, blood spray over the hall and over just galba but it's a fun death it's, it's kind of over the top and comical that's what it is uh offspring guy getting scalped was good 
uh buzzsaw blades throwing was good there was a lot of fun little death moments with the hand where it was like yeah. you know throwing things or grabbing people or, or whatever um mm-hmm. also there was the one in the car actually the first thing it does before it goes into the party itself uh, there's this couple who we, we saw oh, briefly right. who were hanging out with the monster truck dude at the bowling alley but apparently they're teenagers yeah. because they're going to the <laughs> high school dance but they're dressed mm-hmm. as like kiss or something they've got the makeup on but they're they're getting hot and heavy in the car uh, and she takes her top off, but the entire reason we get this topless scene is because they want to do the joke where, he, like, the guy's going down on her and both hands are, like, over the boobs, but then the the, the evil hand on its own becomes the third hand coming up the yeah. middle, and then she eventually <laughs> looks down and sees it, and it's like, ah, and it kills both of them. Yeah. Um, it's a fun, it's a fun sequence. All, all I could think, though, was, like, oh, man, what, what, they needed the chick from Total Recall to make this perfect. We needed, <laughs> we needed the third boob in the middle to make this work. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that, so yeah, from there, basically they're chasing it around. Uh, it, it does grab Jessica Alba. She ends up tied to like, the car and the the shop area of the school. Uh, and and I do like before this, like in a, a classroom or whatever, and it kind of gets uh, inside like this hand puppet, which mm. uh, I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of it's in the hand puppet for a while here, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they end up they find it. And they're trying to like stop because the car. She's on top of the car, and the car's like rising because there's a satanic pentagram on the uh, the mm-hmm. ceiling. So it's like she's going up to the symbol, and then when she gets to the symbol, she'll be crushed and get sent to hell or something yeah. to that effect. And they're trying to stop. There's it. something about a prophecy where uh, they yeah. need to bring a um, like a pure soul to hell or something like that. Yeah, does she count as pure? <laughs> or was it maybe it was just innocent or something? yeah maybe but, yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know if she's innocent uh but <laughs> like the, 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 for some reason they can't like fight the strength of the hand who's got the hand under control <laughs> of this uh car lift and yeah. they they have to like take drugs to get the strength they need the their, their mm-hmm. spinach as one of them refers it to yeah. uh so you know which, more of the stoner jokes I, whatever yeah i which i thought it was kind of weird because like the they have like a lot of like drug jokes in like the first like 15 ish minutes of the movie or, mm-hmm. or so. Cause like, you know, it kind of starts off with him, like, you know, wanting some weed and going over and, you know, he has like his, uh, uh you know, inhaler like uh pipe and stuff. But then for the most of the movie though, they kind of like lay off like the, the drug stuff. So I think it's weird that, I don't know, it played like such like a big role uh, in the end, but yeah, yeah it felt like the because i because I, I was really not into the first 15 20 minutes because of that and yeah. then it kind of went away and i got into the movie better and then so it was yeah it was weird that it came back at the end like this it was a bit odd but uh they save her um and, <laughs> and then and then one you know so they get he cuts her down and they're kissing and then because of where he's standing uh the other two accidentally bump the control and the car just drops and seemingly kills anton and yeah. he's like it's not my fault it shouldn't have fell that fast because that's the thing when it was going up it was going so slow it was this long yeah. dramatic thing but it goes down just flat it turns out he doesn't die though he's in like a body cast he's fine but the white light does appear and the two of them do decide to finally go off into the white light but they do show back up as his guardian angels at the end mm-hmm. and they prank him by writing on the ceiling i'm under your bed as if it's me his parents about the star and he screams uh and he's just but anton's just happy to be alive because he gets to be with jessica alba even though he's missing a hand yeah. <laughs> and apparently she's been like coming to visit him every day <laughs> yeah and they're, they're having like really like erotic kisses in front of the nurse as well uh, poor nurse is just like struggling to deal with it and there's also the scene too like when she's like uh tied up to the car or whatever and um she's wearing like this like already pretty like skimpy like angel yeah, outfit yeah yeah and then uh, 
I forget if it's him or the hand or someone like tries to grab her and pull her down, but all it does is like rip off more of the outfit. Yeah, she's basically so like... she's left, she's basically left with like a bra and underpants. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it rips off most of the dress. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 pretty. I don't want to say sleazy. I mean, there's some sleazy parts to it, but it's more, it's, it's like, it's just, it's, it's completely shameless in what it's doing and it knows what it is. Yeah. Some of that 90 sex humor is, does feel dated. It does feel like, um, like, you know, like, you know, there was definitely some moments where I was either thoroughly like not amused at what it was doing, mm-hmm. or I was laughing because it was so over the top and ridiculous in what it was doing. And mm-hmm. like, and maybe that was the point of some of that stuff. So that's okay. But yeah, uh, so some of that stuff is, is dated a bit. It does feel very of its time, though. Not just in that, but in a lot of elements uh, that we've pointed yeah. out some of them. But, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's definitely not, like... I mean, I'm not sure what I was expecting, like, going back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's definitely not, like, oh, man, like, this is uh, so much worse than i remembered like you know i'm constantly cringing throughout the whole thing but it's also not like oh wow this is like a really cool like uh movie that not a lot of people talk about like it's actually like pretty fun and out there and yeah it's kind of i guess just like this in between something where it's like well it's not as bad as i thought it would be but it's not as good either i feel like if you saw this on cable a lot in like 1990 2001 sure. you'd probably have nostalgia for it and therefore those people probably do remember it fondly i think mm. you only seen it once and me never seen it i feel like it's just like i can see it for what it is during its product its time but i would get way more fun out of rewatching. i don't know urban legend or something which is not a good movie <laughs> but like I saw that a yeah. lot at the time, you know. I remember mm-hmm. I, I got Urban Legend on pay per view uh, <laughs> in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, whenever that came out. Yeah. So that was a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I wonder like what it would have, like what it would have needed. Like maybe if they went some for some more of the over the top elements, like like you said, some of the you know like um, stoner like sex stuff, which. Uh, you know, maybe if you replace that with maybe more just kind of tongue-in-cheek, like, over-the-top uh, craziness, uh, I don't know, maybe it could, there could be a little something more there, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and them trying to save the skull from the evil hand, you know, like that, you know, that is definitely the most fun stuff, but it could be even funner if I, if I really cared about the characters and sure. were written for them. As it was, they were kind of... Like they stopped being as annoying after the first twenty minutes, but like I never really liked Devin Sawa that much in this. You know, An- Anton is kind of a completely unlikable main character. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's it's like saying something that you know, <laughs> like one of the first things he does after like burying his two best friends is like <laughs> goes and has sex with like the girl next door. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yep. Yep. And, so... and obviously, it's not like he's trying to, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't turn it down. He's like, yeah, all right, then. Yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's like, which and it, it doesn't really seem like he learns a lesson. Like, it seems like the whole point of the movie should be like, oh, like because of the saying, "idle hands are the," uh, was it, "idle hands are the devil's playthings" yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it feels like, like, like it feels like, yeah, it feels like the point of the movie should be that he learns to not be such a waste of space. And he kind of says that once or twice, where he's like, oh, I yeah. guess all we really did is watch TV and get high, so maybe I should do more in my life. But he never really, yeah. like, you never really see him like commit to anything. And 
if if anything, at the end, he's probably going to be more like that because he's in like a full body cast. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. There's some yeah. likable elements, but there's some stuff that, depending on your taste, is really bad. And there's some stuff that's really 1999, <laughs> for yeah. better or worse. So, uh, that is Idle Hands. Tim, what would you like yeah. to rate the movie film? Uh, I think I'll give it a 5.5. It's not terrible. Uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it and, you know, you really like, uh, you know, some of these actors and stuff and you like the 90s, it might be worth a watch. Um, It's decent enough if you can, you know, obviously understand that it's of its time and there's going to be some dated elements. So it's not the worst thing in the world. But, yeah, there isn't really too much about it that – you know, puts it over the top or makes it like a must see great thing or anything. But so yeah, 5.5. Yeah. Uh, I would kind of a similar, but I, yeah, I was kind of thinking somewhere between the five, the six sort of range. Um, I don't think I liked it more than you did though. So I don't think I should go higher. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I feel like, like for me, it probably would have been a six if maybe it didn't have some of the more, sleazier elements and gay mm. jokes and that kind of stuff that's why i feel like it gets bumped sure. down to like the 5.5 yeah i'll yeah i'll agree i'll just go with the 5.5 as well i think i think you know th- th- there's enough like sort of witness parts and enough skill in some of the jokes that it's doing and the, the, the gore <laughs> stuff that I, ca- I can't go i can't go straight to the halfway mark i, th- I have to give it a bit more credit yeah. than that but yeah like i was kind of surprised that um that there was some stuff that i did genuinely think uh was funny but like you said it you you know, it's kind of funnier to talk about it than, like, when you're actually watching it. Like, it's the sort of stuff yeah. where, like, because Scream is a more serious take that has some of that self awareness. Because you've got stuff mm-hmm. like Cabin in the Woods that is more comedy than Scream, but does do more stuff with what it's playing with. And then, e- even in terms of having like a silly horror movie where you have characters who are kind of goofy, like I feel mm-hmm. like there's better examples than this. I, I can't think of them okay. right now, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> there is. I'm sure there's better examples than Idle Hands. Mm-hmm uh True. <laughs> so all right there you go that is it idle hands on screams after midnight let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at screams midnight for all your screams after midnight updates and tim's weird jokes and whatever else <laughs> happens on there uh you can of course support us by rating the podcast on apple podcast give us five stars and a little review it helps us out a lot more people find us that way we mentioned patreon earlier go to patreon and you can support us financially over there and much like this episode you may be able to vote on a future episode uh, there'll be a new vote up uh, very soon for the next month and you can do that uh, the previous the last winner for the record if i remember because <laughs> i've not announced the winner yet uh the winner because the last vote was the three movie or the four movies that you just wanted to watch oh, it was the wind the wind <laughs> one uh so the, the, one, oh, okay. the win from 2018 is uh the next vote winner that we'll be doing at some point in the next month so uh you can look cool. forward to that but there'll be a new vote up soon for patrons at the five dollar and above tiers to to vote on uh so yeah that is us uh check out other content we've got um obviously we do the horror movie news every week as well uh that's me and tim of course it's still uh, there's a sci-fi movie podcast the atomic cinema experiment in the ace uh which i do with tara uh, that's every week and kind of similar to this show but it's sci-fi movies and that's good fun too so uh go and have a look and see if you're interested in any of that stuff uh but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>